This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Studios in Chicago and beyond. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 687. Of cognitive dissonance, at least we're fairly certain we're of that. Uh, we're getting we're sixty-five percent certain. That's that's more certain than I am of almost anything I take action on in my life, Cecil. <laughs> perfectly fine, perfectly acceptable. C's get degrees, baby. I have acted with more stakes and less certainty in my <laughs> life many times. I so I I by the way, Cecil, I again I know I've said it before. I fucking love that we get to do these silly shows. Oh, I love them too. So I good. love doing these silly so shows. It's such a breath of fucking so fresh good. air in my week. So this story fucking kills me. It's from the Jerusalem Post. Again, I don't care if any of these are true, because it's delicious. Two men hospitalized after game of monopoly ends in sword fight. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. The way this story reads is it's not technically the guys that were playing Monopoly got in, like one of them got mad and grabbed no, the sword, right. which is what I thought happened. Like, cause Monopoly, let me tell you, yeah, it, there's no less fun game out there. No, than Monopoly. No. Monopoly's not fun. No. And it's mean. And like, it's a mean game yes. made to make your little Dude, brother cry. It's capitalism. That's the it's game. Yeah, exactly. It like, takes it sh- forever. It shouldn't be fun. It grinds you to a nub and nobody has any fun. It shouldn't be fun. It's not a fun. It's game. not fun. It's bad game design. Here's the, the, here's the thing. The most unbelievable. I'll read the story guys, but the most unbelievable part of the story is this part. Monopoly game ends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a brother who would flip it all over. Oh, and you that's know, also, did yeah. you ever play a game of Monopoly to the bitter end? I've never played Monopoly. I think I've played Monopoly end. maybe four times in my life. I've played Monopoly any, I used to, cause the thing is when you first start playing Monopoly, it's kind of fun in the beginning. Everybody's got some money and you're like buying stuff and you're moving around the board. But by our like 39, of playing Monopoly. It's just too long. There's it no takes good end game in Monopoly. For that Monopoly game to should Monopoly should be the first person the, the the after everyone makes it around the board twice, you count your money and see who wins. Yes. That's what it should be. That's that would it, be a perfectly like fine. But you're instead, like, okay, that's a, that's about right. But if you go to like I take all your money and I'm a fucking like a, a landlord barren shit bag. Yes. It's like nobody wants to be that. It's, it is actually like a little bit Truman show surreal esque that we even have a game that mimics capitalism so well that it's a zero sum win. Yeah. Right. That looks like it's because it's not what you like. Whoa. Well, we've all got enough. It's not like, oh, we played Monopoly for a little while. We played capitalism and everybody's got enough. And then we all went home happy. Instead, it's like, no, 
I will grind you until you're poor. Yeah. And then when you're poor, until you're I poorer. You and until you're in the chattel house. Everything. Yeah. You will go bankrupt. <laughs> you will be borrowing money from fucking free parking. It's going to, you're going to be like, you're going to be fucking on the street doing crack, lighting it with a dollar bill right. from the Monopoly money. That's it. That's like, what's going to be happening. Until the screams of your children are the music of my household, I shall not quit destroying you. <laughs> I love to Capitalism. You, I love that you need like four houses for one big house. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four houses. And I love too, that they end up, you'd line them up in a row. So they're shitty row houses. They're shitty row houses. <laughs> there's, there's so it's much the like worst. amazing symbolism the in there's that like game. a monocle. You could be a monocle or whatever. You're like, come on, man. A Monopoly game in Brussels turned bloody after an irritated man approached the players with a Japanese samurai <laughs> See, sword. He wasn't even part of it, but he knew capitalism sucks. <laughs> I know. Well, I, oh god. And the only way to deal with capitalists is with a sword. It's with a sword. <laughs> it's it. It's it. Never bring a Monopoly game to a sword fight. Yeah. Never. No. Yeah. No. yeah. Another good way to deal with capitalists, though admittedly is a guillotine. It is. <laughs> chop, chop. <laughs> the details of this. But a guillotine this, is really just a big sword. It, it is. It stays in one position. It's just a stationary it's sword big with sword. only one move. It's one. Very hard to dodge. <laughs> Very it's hard to dodge. It's a good fight. It's a good fatality <laughs> move that it has. Here's admittedly. the thing too, Cecil. The details of this story as I read them are fucking delicious. The details are great. Police said the fight erupted around 5 a.m., on April the 2nd, when a group of four people had been playing the popular board game on the sidewalk outside their home. Who the fuck is playing Monopoly at five in the morning at the sidewalk? I've never been that high in my life. <laughs> I've never been that high. I would beat the shit out of anybody. What's the highest you've ever been in your life? Oh, edibles. It was oh, by edibles? far. Yeah, edibles in Colorado. I think yeah. I told this story, but I'll tell it again. If like I had, I went to Colorado with a couple of buddies of mine and we went to the uh, and I'm not, I'm not a pot guy. Like I like every once in a while, but I mean, by every once in a while, I mean, I haven't been high in at least three or four years. So like very, very infrequently. Sure, infrequently yeah. But so I was, I was in Colorado with a couple of buddies of mine and I was like, well, while we're here, let's go buy some edibles or whatever, you know, when in Colorado, yeah. you know? And so we went, none of us know what we're doing. Cause none of us are like, sure. So we bought these gummies and the gummies are 10 milligram gummies, which I doesn't mean anything to me. Didn't mean anything to me at all. And I also have no idea like how this stuff works. So I go back to the, the Airbnb and we all hate a gummy and we all are hanging out and kind of like, it's the typical like, Oh, 45 minutes later, nothing happened. Right. And so like, I was like, well, let's have another gummy. So we have another gummy. And then so now, now you're fucking, mm, uh -oh. well, so then a little bit later, nothing happens. Oh, and we all have a third gummy. You did a third one. So I'm th I'm 30 milligrams of edible in, which I've come to discover is a spectacularly high amount of THC, particularly for somebody with literally like no prior. I mean, like probably been four years since I'd smoked pot five years before that. So just essentially no being high experience. And then we all decided we were going to go at the Airbnb outside. They had a hot tub and it was this beautiful freezing cold day in Colorado, like in Vail, Breckenridge, actually, where we had rented this Airbnb. And like we, by the time, like we start changing into our clothes to go like our swim clothes, to go outside, to go to the hot tub and hang out in the hot tub. Like I start getting spectacularly high, like unbelievably high. And I got more and more and more. And there's more to the story, but like, I got more and more and more high to the point where like we got in, like there was all kinds of like craziness outside at the jacuzzi, but like we got in 
And like we, I sat down in this chair and I was like, oh, I'm hungry. It's going to make some food. And I bought steaks and stuff. And I'm not even, not, I'm super not exaggerating. I went to the stove and I looked at the steaks and I couldn't remember how to make a steak. I could a steak season. Sure, yeah. I could not remember how to use the yeah, yeah. stove. It was like complicated. I was like, well, we'll order pizza. And I was like looking at my phone. I'm trying desperately to like call somebody to order pizza. I couldn't figure out my DoorDash app. I'm like trying, I finally get a hold of somebody like we don't deliver. And I like felt like crying. I actually felt like breaking down into tears, crying. You were fucking up. Man. I was super wow. fucked up, dude. It was crazy. It was very unpleasant. I finally got a hold of somebody and ordered pizzas. And then I sat in this chair and I we turned on a Bill Burr comedy special on HBO. And Bill Burr just yells at you. Yeah, he like, just yells at you. He just time. yells at you. Yeah. And I'm in this chair and I'm absolutely couch locked to this chair, like desperately couch locked to this chair. And like I am just getting more and more high. Like it's just Doesn't hitting stop. me these waves. Doesn't stop. And it's like getting worse. And so then like Bill Burr is yelling at me and this, and this comedy special, Cecil, is black and white. And about halfway through it, I realize it's black and white, like consciously. And then I'm like, is it black and white for everybody? You know, you're just like, I'm that level high. I, yeah, I've been that. Yeah. The, the pizza guy showed up and I couldn't remember how much he said the pizzas were. And I couldn't remember how much money I had. And the whole exchange seemed overly complicated. I didn't know what to do. And I see, so I gave him all of my weekend money. So I gave the pizza guy at least four or $500 for these pizzas. Nice. I was just like, good pizza. I don't remember at all. <laughs> he like, I just like went to the door and like, Probably was, not. and I was just like, and I just handed him worth. all of my hanging out with the boys weekend cash. Man. Just all of it. I, and it was just like money. And like, I woke up the next day and we were going snowmobiling that day, like through the mountains. And I woke up and I got out of bed and I was still fucking high wow. and not a little high. I was wow. unpleasantly high. Yikes. For it how was, long? Uh, it did by the time we got, cause it was bitter, 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 bitter cold, which did kind of just like just, wake you up yeah, a little bit. It out of you. Yeah. So by the time we got to the snowmobile place and started to like change into our snow gear, I, I felt pretty sober, Yeah, yeah. but it, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Genuinely horrible. Zero out of Unpleasant. 10. I hated it. Unpleasant. Yeah. What about you? Highest I've ever been <clears throat> was a very similar situation. I went to go visit a buddy at uh, University of Wisconsin, Madison. And I was about 22, maybe at the time. And he was in college. Uh, maybe I was 21 and he was 20, you know, somewhere yeah. around there. He might have been 21. I was 22, something like that. And he was my buddy who went to college there. And like a bunch of us didn't go to college with him. He just went off by himself. But we used to like once in a while get in a car and go visit him. Sure. Well, yeah, so we fun. went up there to go visit him. And he says, hey, you guys want to drop some acid? And I was oh, like, boy. fuck yeah, let's drop some acid. That sounds awesome. And everybody's like, cool. We all pitched in money. And he came back and he's like, all right, I got, you know, X amount, however many there were of us. And he's like, it looks like we can all do about a hit and a half. And it was like, cool. So we all just did a hit and a half. Well, this stuff was like fucking like fucking baller, amazing, really, really high level acid. And I've, I'd done some good acid before, but only like limited doses, right? Sure. Um, I did acid once um, that I got at the Grateful Dead show that was amazing, but I did a limited dose of it. You right. know what I mean? This stuff, I did a lot. Lit you up. And I did, and I, and, and I went to the bathroom and I came back and it, and it had like that sort of weird anxiety stuff going on. Uh, and we're watching, uh, we're watching baseball because it's around October when things are happening and like the playoffs and like the World okay. Series. And a guy 
one of these guys for like the Braves just happens to be that night pitching a no hitter, which is like a big deal. Sure. And he's pitching this no hitter and people in the audience are like crying. And I don't know how to process this. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm like, what is happening? Like, why are you like, it's baseball, right? There's no crying in baseball, (laughs) but like, seriously, like my brain couldn't put these two things together. And then at a certain point, like we were kind of okay in that house, but then my buddy's like, Hey, let's go to this frat party down the street. And that's when shit just went off the rails. I remember at one point I'm sitting upstairs and people are laughing way too loud and like, it feels weird. Uh And like my one buddy was kind of going like schizophrenic. He's like, he's like, they're all laughing because they know that we know that we're there laughing. And he's doing one of those, like he's Uh freaking out. And he's like, please stay away from me right now. (laughs) I'm like, this already sucks for me, but it's going to suck worse because you're freaking out. And I remember there was a girl, I was in the hall just fucking like completely like wasted. And I remember this girl came by and I think she tried to hit on me at a certain point. And I was just like, like kind of like, please leave me alone. <laughs> like I can't process this. And then at a certain point I went outside onto the fucking, uh, onto the, uh, balcony. Cause it's a fucking frat house town. So they have an actual couch on their porch. Yeah. Right. right so it's right. a gross couch. Nasty on their porch, fucking couch. But genuinely right. it was the only quiet place. Right. And so I went outside and I was like, actually, this is okay. Right. I'm okay out here. And then this dude comes outside and I'm just smoking cigarette after cigarette after cigarette. Guy comes out, sits next to me. He's like, Hey man, what you doing? I'm like, I'm oh, just sitting out here. And he's like, Oh, he's like, man, uh, I was, uh, I did a little mescaline earlier. I was like, no kidding. I was like, Oh, how was it? He's like, it's really good. It's kind of starting to wear off now. He's like, and I was like, Oh, I did, I did some, uh, some acid. He's like, Oh, what are you on? And I'm like, I'm on a hit and a half a pyramid. He's like, whoa, man, I only do like a half a hit of that stuff. <laughs> and that guy just put me in a spiral. Cause oh, like, right. here's this guy who's like, yeah, out I, was, I was shooting heroin earlier in the right. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> now you're high. Right, you yeah. know? It was terrible. It was, yeah. I was the whole night. I just kept trying to get away from people and couldn't. And it was just, it was insanity. Oh. But I was like, that was, I think the last time I did acid. I think that was the last I've time I I've never done it. acid. It was really unpleasant. And it sucks so long. Tom, it's so long. It's like, Ugh. like as an adult, I don't know how you find time for acid. Like it's, it's a 12 hour ordeal. You got to like block. You, you got to like, you got to put shit in your like fucking you outlook need, like, calendar. You, like you got to get a cat sitter. Like, right. are you <laughs> kidding me? Like what is happening in your life where you're like, I got 12 free hours. Like, Come yeah. On. Like you got to like calendar that shit. I don't have kids and I don't have 12 free hours. Are you kidding me? <laughs> This story comes from Click Orlando, naked, greased up Florida man accused of breaking into two homes and jumping into pool. I love the subheading. Deputies believe suspect was under the influence of unknown. Oh, you think so? Did you go to police academy? (laughs) All right, Sherlock, you cracked the fucking case. I'm going to read this fucking thing. Oh, God. A man was arrested Friday morning in DeBerry after he allegedly broke into two homes and tried to evade deputies by jumping into a swimming pool and then onto a trampoline. Dude, if you watch this video, he like literally likes I didn't it. watch a video. So the video, he, he, oh. he runs away. He runs away. It's like a five minute video. So like you got to kind of fast forward to like the part. Is there music playing? Like, <laughs> There's a lot of huffing and puffing because you're oh, yeah, a right. cop cam, right? So the cop runs up. He's like, freeze. And then the guy runs. And then the cop doesn't run after him right away. He's like, he's standing there. He's like, all right, so I got a runner. He just ran. All right, so just so you know, he's, he's jumping out the back. And then he kind of trots. And he walks back, Tom. And he opens the gate. And this guy jumped the fence, had a 45-second head start <laughs> while this guy's out there. 
He jumped in the pool. <laughs> and then when the cop opened the gate, he jumps out of the pool. <laughs> I didn't think you'd chase me. Well, you know, the problem is. he was sitting under there with a reed. He's like, he's got one of those hollow reeds and he's breathing through the reed like fucking like Rambo in that fucking movie or whatever. I wonder if when he got in the pool, he yelled out Marco. Marco. As if nobody cop, said Polo. That's what the cop did. The cop you know? screamed Marco. Yeah. Uh, if you don't so hear good. Polo back, you think nobody's coming nobody's after you. Coming. Well, then the, the best part is the, the guy jumps out, starts to run, and then jumps on a trampoline and lays down thinking he's going to hide or something. <laughs> and then the cop comes up to him, and this guy is covered in two substances. Grease and his own blood. <laughs> what the fuck? I have, uh, what is your day? I have no idea. His Dude, day. What is your his day? day? Is something else, man. What is your day? Like I, when I read the story, like he's covered in. Scroll down real quick because I want to. I want to read the kind of. He's covered in some kind of like industrial grease. Yeah, too. no. He's like yeah. He's, in addition to being naked, covered in wheel bearing. Grease, yeah, wheel bearing peppermint grease. oil and blood. <laughs> peppermint oil and blood. What is your day, man? You know. <laughs> Uh, officials believe he may have been high. Are you? I fucking hope so. Like the best case scenario is that that guy was high. Because if he wasn't, then I don't even want to know. Do you ever go? To, you ever? You remember? I don't know if you ever played this game when you were in in college or whatever. But you would like smear myself drunk. in wheel bearing grease <laughs> and then slide across a trampoline. trampoline? That would see be if you can make yourself amazing. bleed. No, but like like you go to a. A, a grocery store late at night mm -hmm. and someone's like, I got, I want to get a bag of chips. And you'd be <clears> like, okay. And then you'd, you'd go grab the three most random things and you challenge your friends to go buy three really random things. And so like your friend would come with like a, like a thing of Vaseline, a cucumber and like a box of condoms right, or something. Right, you know right, what right, I mean? Right. Like, yeah, uh -huh, whatever. Right. like that, uh, that's not random, but you know what I mean? Right, like someone, yeah, uh -huh. maybe you try to make the person laugh or maybe right. you would just try to be like, I'm going to get the three most random things I could think of. And yeah. Right. Right. Like, yeah. This feels like that. No, it feels like it feels like somebody bought them and then they summon this guy. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It feels like they bought these two things, accidentally cut themselves, and the blood summoned this guy from the whatever, the nether realms. Well, like, like is this like did we interrupt him in like summoning demons? What's with the peppermint oil? What's with like he gets a uh, witch came first. Was he smeared with peppermint oil? I was like, oh, I don't like the smell of that. It's a little strong. He needs some wheel bearing grease to really, or was he covered in wheel bearing grease? It was like, uh, essential oils. I do need my essential oils. What? The, I, I, I want to see the order. You want to see the order. Me an interview. <laughs> I had no idea. This was a real story from KTLA five, a legit laxative customers weigh in on Starbucks brews infused with olive oil what the fuck dude they have a drink that they are making like a basically like a latte type drink that they are making that they froth up that has olive oil in it and it makes people shit themselves like it gives people fucking diarrhea okay when you get up in the morning mm -hmm. or you go to starbucks yeah drinking the coffee when you drink a cup of coffee that's like when you eject the shell from the, <laughs> from the shotgun. But when you add the olive oil, that's loading yeah. the, 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 the shell back into the cylinder. That's the second part that's of the it. rack, right? Like when you rack a shotgun, it's a two rack motion. It's two, mo it's two motions. It's a down and an up. Oh, right? yeah. And the down is the coffee, but the up is definitely the olive oil. Olive oil? Well, like, look. A, a strong cup of coffee in the morning 
definitely sort of gets the engine oh, yeah. running. It'll move it. Absolutely. It'll move it. I don't need the oil. The oil is not doing me any favors. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, am I, like, is it, is it just it's like not to a prevent- speed shitting competition? Right. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not in like the world record on how much I can push out in a certain time. Who frame. thought this was a good idea? I, who also, that sounds genuinely disgusting. The taste of olive oil yeah, and I coffee. I don't know. Like, I don't, it doesn't sound good to me either. It sounds awful. Sound, there's people who, though, who do all kinds of weird shit with olive oil. Like, there's like olive oil, like, like gelato and stuff where people no. like make olive oil flavored stuff. No. I don't get it. I That's, don't get it. Those people there's are very, wrong about what they like. There's a very specific <laughs> range of things that olive oil can be good for. Yeah. But like, and I, and I do understand reaching into what might be a traditionally savory thing to turn it into a sweet thing that can sometimes work. And it is true that sometimes that works. Um, but, but some, but off more often than not, it doesn't work. Right? Well, I'm just, like coffee is bitter. Yeah. And olive oil has those like fruity kind of like delicate flavor yeah. to it. And it just seems like they would be awful. Like it's it, to me, this just thinking about it is a toothpaste and orange juice combination. Yeah. yeah. I, I also feel too, there's also sometimes you'll get olive oil that can have a little harshness and an edge to uh-huh. it that would make the coffee already unpleasant. Yes. So like, like I've had olive oil that has had like this, like the back of the mouth sort of harshness in it. Mm-hmm. Like when you have just like a little taste of the olive oil itself. And so sometimes it can, and, and some people will say like, that's a very peppery olive oil or whatever. Right. It's got like a lot of pep, like a peppery quality to it. And so I can't imagine, I mean, I'm sure there's some very smooth or very unnuanced olive oils that might work here, but, but anything with any kind of real flavor probably yeah. wouldn't be very good. No, And, and then, essentially what they're doing, what, I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah. What they're doing is trying to sell you an upsailed that like, first off, Starbucks <clears throat> is already a shitty company that's charges you way too much money for a fucking cup of coffee. It's obscenely expensive. It's an obscenely company. Right. It's obscene company that hates unions. Yes. All right. So yes. like, I already don't like the company right. period. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, now I'm going to charge you even more. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to be like, I'm going to figure out a way to upsell, upsell you on an already upsell po- like cup of coffee. Right. That's what it is. That's and literally what the it's going to make you shit yourself on your way to work. It's like that stuff. Remember that stuff they used to have that Olean? Yeah. Well, Olestra. That's the other thing is that we, we already have Olestra, which has like warnings of anal leakage on the package. Right. Kind of because true. like, yeah, <laughs> because the way that like, and I, I listened to a, 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 I think a maintenance phase or you're wrong about, it. I can't remember which about how this stuff works, but basically like, the Olestra stuff, like the stuff in Olestra, it binds to the fat. So, and then it makes the fat not be able to be absorbed. And so your body just like it clumps up basically. And then your body just is like, well, I can't use it. Let me shit this I'm, out. And I'm just yeah. going to shit it out except for it's oily. And so like your body is made up of these sphincters and it's just like, I can just leak past these sphincters. They're yeah, not sure. perfectly. T- so you just have like a fucking shitty leakage problem in order to eat chips and not have as much like, calories from it then starbucks comes out with a drink and they make essentially like fucking x-lax the drink <laughs> for fucking like 11.99 and then they call it olito there's already olestra you already are like why would you make something and associate it it seems like it's on purpose. You, you know what I mean? Shit with one of those chips i won't drink it <laughs> it should come with a package of those <laughs> chips this story comes from WKBN, First News 27. I think this is a ABC affiliate. 
truck carrying toxic soil from East Palatine overturns in Columbiana County. I, this is just this is just like the bad news bears of trains. For like East Palatine, East Palestine was was where the horrible train derailment occurred, yeah. I think last month. And so they took all this like soil that had been like toxic up by that train spill. And then they put it on a train. <laughs> they put it on a truck. The truck. And then the guy's driving truck, the I'm truck. Sorry. And then he like fucking was texting or whatever. Yeah, he biffed it. <laughs> he biffed and the truck fell over. This reminds me of that scene in the fucking in uh, Naked Gun with OJ Simpson where yes. he's like putting his hand on something and he like like the truck like like touches wet paint and then it touches a fucking yes. fire and then it falls on like it's stuck in a bear trap. Right. <laughs> What's falls that? Out a window. Like the only like I the only thing that would make this more absurd is if like they packaged all the fucking dirt back into the truck and they drove it through like a plate glass that two guys were carrying across the road. <laughs> and like, then there was like a, a big thing of TNT and it blew all the dirt up in the air. Uh, Jesus. One guy's got a wheelbarrow full of it, he trips over, and falls on a baby. It's just like it's like <laughs> Yeah, we are the this worst. Is the best. Oh man, I Jesus. love it. But it's but it's one of those things too where you know you read this and you're thinking, you know, there's <laughs> this is this while we're laughing about it, this is a thing with a real toll. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. There's a real yeah, toll. Yeah, yeah. They're moving toxic soil out of an area. Yep. Like this is a company that that basically, you know, and and it wasn't just that during that week, like they lost like three trains in a week. Oh, I know. Like the same yeah, company. The, the same company. Like the trains are just like, man, they're, just they're, like, they're falling off. They're fucking shooting off the tracks. <laughs> but, but you know, like, like these companies, <clears throat> they just, they, they lobby government to get lower regulations. They do all this stuff and then they create these terrible toxic places and then they fix them by sending you know, trucks to go do this. And then again, you know, a train is dangerous with this chemicals, right? But then a truck is even less safe than moving it a with a train. A thousand percent. This story is from The Guardian. FBI arrests guardsmen who applied for job on rentahitman.com. Rentahitman.com. Somebody's like, now this is a legitimate website. Finally. You know, I have to go and cancel my account at rentahooker.com. <laughs> Here I thought. <laughs> oh, what? What do you mean rentahitman.com was a troll operation for the FBI? What? What? Rentahitman.com isn't real. What are you saying? I can't. That is a oh, head scratcher. God. This this would only catch Cecil, the dumbest possible the hitman. Dumbest, dumbest, dumbest the person. Dumbest fucking possible hit. And this guy that applied is like. The fucking worst. It felt like they gave him. So what happened was is he applies and then they, they were like, are you sure? And he's like, you bet I'm sure. And he replied to several emails. It feels like they kind of gave him a lot of opportunities no. to be like, are you just joshing us, right. sir? Like, nope. I'd really like to shoot people in the face. Yeah. he it's, Check, it's, please. It's a little worse than that, I think, because as I, as I understood the story, like he applied at this fucking website. And then when he didn't hear back, he was like, hey, didn't you guys get my murder resume? Yeah. He was like proactively following up. Like, like he like went to like a fucking headhunter and was like, oh, I thought you guys actually killed people. 
Oh man! It's, uh, and then like there, and then they so they finally figure out like this guy when they, they're like, all right, he's really persistent about wanting a hitman job because he keeps. We are not getting back to him about this fake murdering job, and he's like, hey, 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 who's, who's, I would be really good at killing people. It's like a job, <laughs> like you could apply for. <laughs> like what do you think, man? I'm blown away. But there is, I will say there's kind of like a dark side to this in a way. Like we're laughing about it, but you know, our this guy's a, a part of the, you know, the National, Air National Guard. The Air National yeah. Guard, right? So yeah. he's part of a, a group of people. You know, we train a lot of people to murder people. Uh-huh. You know, like yeah, we, we train, right. like we're we're a country that trains a ton of people to go murder people. Yep. And then we were like, okay, you're done with that now. Yeah. Go be normal. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Here's your college or whatever. Well, and he he almost says as much and is like many, many, hey, you exactly. should hire me. Which is why I'm talking yeah, about it. Because he's right. basically saying like, you know, they, they taught me, so I might as well use it. Yeah. He's like, hey, you know what? I found out what I was good at. And I guess I don't really have any way to use those skills because, yeah. you know, one thing that the military doesn't do very well is they teach, they, they, they get these young people, these really, really young people in and they teach them how to do military stuff, which, okay, fine. Like, if we're going to have a military, we got to teach them how to go military, right? Fine. But there should also be some kind of like really meaningful um, transitional period. Yeah. And I don't mean, I don't mean three months. I mean like a full year of like real vocational training yeah. for them to enter the real world. Yeah. So if I do four years of service in the military, year four through five should be the military then gives me training that I can use to be a mechanic or yeah. that I can use to be not just like, I hope I get a good job in the military that translates. Cause a lot of the jobs that you get in the military don't translate into the civilian sector in ways that these guys are like really marketable for. So we really should be like, all right, cool. Thanks for your service in exchange. Not only will we pay for your college, but we will also give you this like transitional period yeah. with these different resources. Yeah. Cause otherwise this guy's like, how it turns out I'm really good at killing people. I'm really good. I'm a great shot. I like shooting stuff. And then there, but I will say he's also a total psycho. Yeah. Because they asked him, would you torture people? And he's like, yeah, I'll torture people. And then like, would you get souvenir body parts? And he's like, sure. Why not? Do you want me to take pictures of the corpse? You want to fuck it in the eye? What do you want me to do? <laughs> and then the job they give him is like five grand to kill somebody. And he's like sold. Yeah. I'll kill someone for 5,000 bucks. Dude. Five grand? Good Lord. Dude, I got a 401k and a list. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the other thing that I think that they should do too is like once they once they get them to where they're gonna be re like releasing people back into the wild, wild, yeah. They should take that year to be like, okay, not only are we training you, but in the evenings, we want you to take care of puppies and kittens. Yeah, man. You know, like get a little like get them back to where they're just not in that situation, that right. situational mindset anymore, where they're not like in those, you know, where there can just be like yeah. a decompression zone or something. Yeah. It feels like we're we're just like, well, we tuned you up anyway. Yeah. See you later. Well, we're done with you. Go back to your yeah. family and you're just like, I, I saw go some shit. Go back to the country you know? where you're, it's really easy to get guns. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hey, uh, go go back home to your wife. Like, I don't know. Like, what? Is that guy's eye twitching? Don't worry no, about it. No, no, it's worry fine. About it. Yeah, fine. a lot of them do that. He's fine. It's fine.
Okay, there's almost no story here, yeah. but I love it anyway. Just for the headline. Teen, this is from Alabama Life and Culture, which also amused me because this does feel like the only cultural event sure. in all of Alabama this year. Teen 13 gets stuck in claw machine at North Carolina theme park, banned for a year. And guys, there is a picture. We can't show it because our, our thing's busted, but yeah. But there is a picture of a full-blown 13-year-old kid. Like, that's like a full-on Like, he's teenager. 100% like, he's probably got to weigh 135 pounds. Yeah. He's like a real-sized like like person. A, like a yeah. full-sized human. Yeah. And he is just sitting in the claw machine like, well, I didn't really think this through. Two things I hope happen. One, I hope when they, the police and the, and the fire department open it up, they open it up and then they take something else out and shut him back <laughs> in. <laughs> I hope that the only way the fire department can rescue him is, is by getting him with the claw machine. The claw. I also hope that he crawled in there hoping to get out of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> like he jumps in there thinking someone's going to take me home. That's Somebody it. else is going to take Sweet, me home. Sweet, not home Alabama. Cal- and they could even write like, the person's name on my foot or whatever, <laughs> like that toy story, Woody or whatever. Cecil, if you were a kid and you were at the carnival or wherever yeah, this yeah. is, and you saw somebody, some person sitting in the closet. percent would try to gr- get pulled. That would be all I do with my money. I would pull their hair for an hour. <laughs> That's all I would do. I would spend all the money. <laughs> I would I would go steal money from yes. other people. There'd be no amount of not to doing that. Put for, the yeah. thing over their head and be like, bunk, <laughs> bunk, bunk, bunk. You have bunk. to. I would do it. You I have to hundred percent do it. It's all I would do. I can't, I couldn't stop. Yeah, my retirement plan would be uh, fucking with this oh kid my in the God, claw I machine. Wouldn't stop. It would be the best. Absolutely. Black bear breaks into vehicle, guzzles 69 cans Caliente. of pop. And I want to nice. say that's soda. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny about this. He drinks all this soda and then they put, they show it how much it does on the side. And then they show that he broke into the end of the car to drink it, right? Right. And then they show this picture. Now I can't show you this picture because again, my my screen is busted. But just just go to the site and look at this. Here's the thing: I've been in dirtier. I've been in dirtier Ubers than this. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like it barely looks like he was even. It looked like he kind of cleaned up after himself. <laughs> he took all the cans outside and drank them. I have so many questions about this. Also, I like that he stopped when he got to the diet soda. Yeah, like he's like this fucking bear. The bear is was drinking. He was chugging through it. He's like, because soda is a fucking calorie oh, bomb, dude. Yeah, it'd be amazing if yeah. you're a bear. You're just like, give me that. Yeah, it's essentially like if you're a bear, you're like, wait a minute, these are cans of honey. Yeah, and nothing is stinging my face yeah, right now. Best. Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, all I have to do is bite through this thing, which is essentially nothing. Yeah, and then I get honey. Yeah, but I, the bear drinks sixty nine cans of soda, not pop. 69 cans of soda stops when he gets to the diet because diet soda is gross. So I don't blame him. Like diet, like I'm right there with you, bear. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Straight up diet. And I'll drink the zero. I'm curious if you would have been fooled by the zero. <laughs> you know, if there was a Coke zero, would you've kept drinking? You don't drink diet Coke. I prefer zeros. Yeah. yeah. I, I like zeros too. I like the zeros. Yeah, the zeros are good. Yeah. Like- Dr. Pepper zero is outstanding. Dr. Pepper's terrible. So is Dr. Pepper Zero good? Oh, I like Dr. Pepper. Oh, I, <laughs> I like, like Dr. Pepper. I was like, wow, I, what did they do to it? <laughs> it tastes really good. I like okay. it. I like Dr. The, Pepper. The, uh, the A&W Zero is very good. Oh, I got to try that. Yeah, A&W Zero is dope. Um, tastes just like a root beer. Just okay. Just like a root beer. Outstanding. One other question. How often in your car do you have like 70 some it's a lot of soda. fucking sodas it's in your car? Soda. It's a lot of soda. What is happening that you just like... Went out and bought like six cases of soda, and you were like, 
I'll know? bring that in tomorrow. So in my closet downstairs, my, my closet, my pantry downstairs, I went to the store recently and I bought seltzers because yeah. I like seltzers. I love seltzers. I like, yeah. I like flavored seltzers, but they're starting to get a little crazy with them now. Okay. Where they're like, like three flavor seltzers. No. Or they're like, no. oh, we did, you know, not only did we do this, but then we did this other and then we did another thing and now it tastes like lemon pledge. And you're yeah, like, right. yeah, yeah, no. I don't like no. any of that. Yeah. That doesn't taste good right. now at all. But I got a couple that were like, we're going to do a cherry lime or something. And it doesn't taste good at all. And Ooh. then the other one was something like a mandarin mint or something or something like Oof. that. And then again, bad, like Oof. just bad. I, I tried feel like seltzer can carry one flavor. I tried two of them and I was like, oh man, I made a huge mistake. And now, hey, I just have a oh, bunch. I have, like, <laughs> I, have, I have 22 <clears throat> seltzers downstairs because I bought two, two 12 packs, drank one a piece, and I don't okay. have any bears up here I was going to say, you just need one. You I need a baby the, bear. But the thing is, he would drink it at one and he'd be like, fuck that. No, no. Nah, I'm good. I don't Ain't nothing that. in there. That's zero calories. Can you imagine the belching? Oh, man. Can you Sick. imagine the farting? <laughs> You've got a bear. The bear's just flying by. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it's Holy like a shit. bumblebee. <laughs> All right, so this story comes from USA Today, and I, I just love this story. This story, I just find it, like, really heartening. Michigan man searches for answers after dolls take over his mailbox. We've decided to live here. <laughs> So this guy has a custom mailbox and it kind of looks like a house, not a hundred percent like traditional house, but, but it looks like windows, a house. it's got windows on it yeah. and the front has windows on it. And it's, and it's does kind of look like a house. It looks, you know, it, yeah. it looks like somebody tried to make a cute little mailbox. Right. So somebody in the middle of the night goes out to this guy's mailbox and puts like dolls in there with a little note that says, we've decided to live here. And so the guy is like trying to figure out well, where these fucking dolls come from. He can't figure out where the yeah. dolls came from. And then the like diorama gets more elaborate. Well, at first he's thinking, do I just throw them away? And then he thinks, no, I mean, there's plenty of space for the mailman to put the stuff in here. It's not like it's taking up my whole mailbox right. and it looks cute in there. So I'll put them back where they did. And they left them in the far back. Right. And they, they they're sitting on a couch with like a plant and a yeah. tree. It's like a, it's like a whole doll yes. thing. Yeah. And then, so they're like, once he decides not to do it, they're like, oh, well, let's bring a bunch of other dolls. So they keep changing them out as the seasons change. And they change the furniture and the furniture has gotten more elaborate. And like, this guy has not figured out who is doing it. He has no idea. He has no idea his wife. who is his, probably his wife. Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be awesome. I think it's great. I hope it is. The Cecil, I fucking hope that's I his hope wife. It's I hope it's true. I hope it's his now wife. Now you know what I want more than anything. More than anything. Yeah, that would be, a, that's, a, that's a movie. Are you kidding uh, me? It's amazing. I love that. It's amazing. That's great. But it, it's so cute. And they can, like during Halloween, they put them in little outfits for Halloween. It's so great. They, during Christmas, they made little presents and set it's them in adorable. there. And there's like a little tree. And every seat, every once in a while, he'll just go out to his mailbox and they will have changed out the scenery inside his mailbox. It's I think it's so adorable. Now, when I was a kid, we used to do kind of like random shit, something like sure. this before. And I remember one time we took an egg and we went to this person's uh, yard. So somebody had, you know how they have those, those concrete geese families? Yeah. Uh -huh. And then they like dress them up and whatever. Mm -hmm. We came in the middle of the night to this person's yard and we arranged all the concrete <laughs> geese around one egg. We set the egg down and we, we arranged all this stuff around one year or two. Like we, we went to the dollar store and when we went to the dollar store, 
we just happened to come across a, a bunch, like a, a dollar a piece, blow up giraffes that were like three foot I remember tall. seeing so these. blow up giraffes. These are big yeah. fucking giraffes. And so we bought an entire box. All the, th- the three people who were there, we just all pitched our money in and we bought like 47 giraffes. They were all blow blow up. And so, so we went to, we would go to like places. There was like a place up in Naperville, which is a a suburb of Chicago. And we would go there because like everybody would go to this one little area to walk around. They called it the river walk. Right. And so like when you were under drinking age Mm -hmm. and after high school or high school uh, driving, you would go to this place to sort of meet people. It's like, like what young, what older or what older people did to go to the mall. Like I was like one generation after that where you didn't go meet people at the mall. You went to this other place. This was the other place that we went to. And uh, so we would go there and we would blow these up and then like put them in like the, we would set them inside like the the greenery there. Right. So like you'd put them in a bush or you put them in a tree <laughs> or you put them all over. And then you see girls walking around with them because their boyfriends grab right. them out of the tree or whatever. Yeah, right. And then, you know, but, but we used to do that all the time. Like you do like these little random yeah, sort of absolutely. things that don't hurt anybody. Right. Uh-huh. And like rearranging the letters on signs, exactly. stuff and like that. All, yeah. And I just think like there's a fun energy to that. Yes. And like, as long as you're not hurting anybody, yeah. it's cool. Yep. You know what it I mean? Is. It's a fun it's thing to vandalism. do. It's not vandalism. Right. It's not hurting anybody. Yeah. It's not ruining property. What you're doing is just making something a little strange, but also a little a, whimsical a little whimsical for someone. And I think that that's a, there's a lot of value in Dude, that. How much would it make your fucking day when you, if you had like the dollhouse mailbox and you didn't, and you just went outside and just like it was random and it was changed. You'd be like, you would call your wife and be like, they changed the doll house he's today. He's clearly taking pictures of every yes. single time they've done he it. He loves it. He's taken pictures every single time they've done it because he's got pictures of each one of these sets. It's not like they came out for this news story every time he's right. changed. Yep. He took these pictures. Yes. Yep. He was excited about yep. it. This and would I, make your whole yeah, week. I think this is really cool. I think this is a cool thing. It's adorable. I imagine, though, he'll probably get arrested. Somebody, whoever's doing it is going to get arrested by the post office for fucking with the mail. Yeah. Yeah, so... Maybe <laughs> Newman would do it. Newman would do it. No, he wouldn't. He'd leave no, a he's wrapper too in there. Lazy. There's, a, there's a great Seinfeld where he's just not delivering the mail. Yes, I saw that one. It's so he's just <laughs> just no, I'm not. He's just doing like it no, uh-uh. I'm done. It's like you with a shopper when you're a kid. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks everybody for joining us. We'll be back with a regular episode this upcoming week. We'll see what t- Clarence Thomas does with. More, yeah, yeah. How much more corrupt you can get (laughs) with a serious show, though? It'll be serious on Monday. Uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Uh, we're gonna leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue, it's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. 
expose your sides. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.